Welcome to Evangelism on Fire podcast. My name is Mark Thomas, an ordained pastor, a teacher of the best-selling book of all time, your host, and most importantly, your evangelism coach. And each week, I bring you an on-fire message to empower and coach you to live the most exciting life God has created you to live by actively sharing your faith in Jesus with others. I'm so thankful for our time together today. It's such an honor spending time with you, Evangelism on Fire Nation. This podcast will truly inspire you, and I believe that it will inspire so many people that you know. And if you're inspired and feeling moved to share this, then please message some friends, post this on social media, and let people know about this episode so we can get this message out there more. I appreciate you and everyone listening right now. And a quick reminder, please subscribe to our Evangelism on Fire over on Apple Podcast right now and leave us a review at the end of this episode of the part that you were inspired by the most and spread the message of Evangelism on Fire forward. Hey there, Evangelism on Fire Nation. My name is Jerry Howard. You may remember me as your business coach, but I bet you didn't know that I'm also the failure expert. I earned this illustrious title by landing myself in jail over 10 times, but God had a better plan. He took me from handcuffs to hospitals in zero to 60. I just love to shatter that glittering image and reveal true authenticity about who we really are in Christ. If you're looking for a Christian communicator for your next event or retreat, connect with me at jerryhowardspeaks.com. That's Jerry with a J, howardspeaks.com. I'll see you soon. Welcome Evangelism on Fire Nation to today's episode, episode 114. This is your host, Mark Thomas. I want to encourage you, go back and listen to last week's episode if you have not listened to it. So today's episode will make utmost sense to you. You will not have ultra clarity until you hear last week's episode. Today's episode is practical witnessing tips from road trip interview number three. So we're continuing my adventure adventure of my four-state evangelistic road trip documenting my journey from Virginia to Florida. We're back in the car. We're now leaving Georgia. We're 95 southbound and we arrive to my destination in Jacksonville, Florida. I get checked into the hotel that I'm staying at at the conference that I'm attending. I just finished a workout on the 19th floor of the hotel. I get inspired to go on a run. I feel like the run is not just for physical fitness but leading me to the person that I needed to meet to share my faith in Jesus with others. As I'm running, I meet a man named Mark from CBS 47 and Fox 30 Action News Jacksonville, and I begin a conversation with him. Practical witnessing tip number one, in order to share the gospel message with someone, you must first start a conversation. So evangelism on fire, we know that's a no brainer, but it's an important fact that 
I need to mention, in order to share the gospel, you must first begin a conversation with someone. So be intentional on starting conversations to share the gospel with people and make the conversation about them. People need to be needed and they need to be known. Make the conversation about them. People's favorite subject to talk about is themselves. As I shared the gospel message with Mark, I communicated this to him. I told him, Mark, before you were born, God planned this moment of your life. God planned this conversation before you were ever born. Let people know when you're sharing the gospel message with them that God has planned this moment in time just for them. Make the conversation about them. I shared with Mark, God longs for you to discover the life he created you to live here on earth and forever in eternity. So when you're sharing the gospel with the person that God connects you with, you're basically letting them know what Ephesians 1.11 says. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ, he had his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living, part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. So as you speak to the people that you're sharing the gospel message with, you know, that you're having the conversation with, that you're going to turn into a gospel conversation, make the conversation about them, make them feel needed and make them feel known and focus on their favorite topic of conversation themselves and tell them what God says about them. Practical witnessing step number two, use practical conversation starters to begin the conversation. Mark was working for a news channel. His news crew was out on site, had the camera set up, and they were getting ready to go live with the story they were doing. So I used his vocation working with the news channel to introduce him to the good news. Go back to last week's episode to hear the details of that and it will make sense to you. Practical witnessing tip number three, make them Jesus curious. Create an awe and wonder about who Jesus is. When I was speaking with Mark, I tied in him working for a news channel to asking him if he's ever heard of the good news. He said he had never heard of the good news. I made him Jesus curious. So I tied in the gospel, which is the good news, and I asked him what his thoughts were about Jesus. When you're sharing your faith in Jesus with others, you know, when you're witnessing to people, make them Jesus curious. Witnessing tip number four, people need to know that God created them and they are not a mistake. And as you share the gospel message with others, communicate to them that they're not a mistake. They were made and created by God and the purpose of their life is far greater than their own personal fulfillment, their peace of mind, or even their happiness. Their purpose is far greater than their family, their career, or even their wife wildest dreams and ambitions. Communicate to the people that you're witnessing to that if they want to truly know why they were placed on this earth, that they must begin with God, that they were born by his purpose and for his purpose, and they are not a mistake. So as Mark and I are in this amazing conversation and he's hearing that, hey, he's not a mistake, that God created him and he's on this earth for a purpose, I shared with him that people need to know the time 
top three ask questions for their lives to make sense. The first question is, how did I get to earth? The second, what's my purpose on earth? And what happens when I die? I asked if he knew the answers to those questions. He shared with me that he didn't know the answers to those questions. And that opened up the conversation for me to further share the gospel message with him. Those questions create intrigue and a sense of wonder and a sense of curiosity because that is every human being's greatest need. They have to have the answers to all three of those questions for their life to make sense. Witnessing tip number five, when sharing the gospel message with ultra clarity and the person believes the full gospel presentation that you have given to them and they're ready to receive Jesus as their savior, you must make one thing clear that they need to repent to turn away from their old way of living, you know, their old life and fully follow Jesus. Now, what does that mean? That means something different for each person that you witness to. It's unique to each individual, but it is super important that we make it clear that this is the biggest decision of their life. And this decision cannot be made until they're ready to really commit to fully follow God. Easy believism is not acceptable with someone who makes a decision to follow Jesus. And check this out. We're not trying to convince people to accept Jesus. We're there to present the gospel to them, to answer any questions that they may have about the gospel. The Holy Spirit will do the work in their heart. And if they believe the gospel at that point, that's when we lead them in the prayer for them to accept Jesus as their savior. We need to give the gravity of the decision that they are making and the expectation that comes with making their decision to follow Jesus. So as I was sharing the gospel message with Mark, he believed the gospel message. He's getting ready to receive Jesus as a savior. I said, Mark, man, you are getting ready to make the biggest and the best decision of your life. But here's the deal, my brother. Are you willing to repent before you say this prayer? Are you willing to turn away from your current life to fully follow God? He paused. He thought about it. And he said, my life isn't that great. I need a restart. And yes, I am willing to repent. I'm willing to turn away from this life to fully follow God. And then he made this amazing comment. It seems like the best possible life that I can ever live. So yes, I'm ready to make that decision. So before I led Mark in the prayer of salvation for him to accept Jesus as his savior, I think it's so important for people to see the word of God with their own eyes and read it. So I said, Mark, I'm going to show you two verses verses on my phone for my digital Bible. I turned to Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 and I asked Mark, I said, Mark, are you down with reading these two verses out loud to me? Would you do that? Are you interested in that or would you like me to read them to you? He said, yeah, man, I'll read them. So he started reading Romans chapter 10 verse 9. If you openly declare that Jesus is your Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Once he read that out loud, I said, Mark, that is what you're getting ready to do. You heard the gospel message. You had some questions. I answered your questions about the gospel. You believe the gospel and now you're getting ready to openly 
declare that Jesus is your Lord because you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. And what you're getting ready to do is that since you believe the gospel with your heart, you're going to openly declare your faith and that's how Jesus saves your soul. Witnessing tip number six, somewhere in your gospel presentation when you're sharing the gospel message with someone, show them from your Bible, maybe it's a digital Bible, maybe it's a hard copy Bible, show them a portion of scripture so that they can see it with their own eyes and read it so God's word will speak to them. Witnessing tip number seven, prayer is key before you witness to someone. Make sure you are prayed up before you go out to share the gospel message with someone. I shared in last week's episode that I was scared to share the gospel message with Mark. I mean, come on now. It's a news crew set up, cameras out, and they're ready to go live on a news channel in Jacksonville, Florida. Yes, you better bet I was scared. I prayed. I trusted in God. God led me to him to share the gospel message with him. And I knew God would give me the power and the confidence I needed to approach him and start the conversation. Pray, asking God to give you the power that you need and the boldness that you need and the confidence that you need. And let me tell you something, God will provide it to you. He gives us that promise in Acts 1, 8. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Pray to God for boldness. God will give you the boldness. He will give you the power, he will give you the strength, and he will give you the confidence that you need to witness to people, period. In last week's episode, the host from Red Word Exchange, Philip and I, we talked about commission sins and omission sins. Go back and listen to that episode to get the full story of that. A commission sin is any sin that we commit against God. An omission sin is any sin that we omit that we should be doing for God, but we don't do. God has called us, every Christ follower, to go and preach the gospel to every creature. That's Mark 16, 15. And if we omit that from our Christ following lifestyle, we are in sin. Now, that's just the truth. That's not to condemn you because there's no condemnation in Christ. Come on now. But that is to inspire you to share the gospel message with someone. And if conviction comes upon you, that's God nudging you to get out there and share the greatest message that exists, the gospel message the good news of Jesus Christ. And when it comes to omission sins, it is so important that we do what God has called us to do and not stay focused on things that he said for us not to do. You know what? Commission sins and omission sins are equally important. In last week's interview, Philip mentioned something that I think is so crucial to mention. And again, if you haven't heard last week's podcast interview, go back and check it out. Philip speaks about FOMO, about fear of missing out. Listen, you should have a fear of missing out about not sharing the gospel message. Why? Because sharing the gospel message is living the most exciting Christian life that you can live by actively sharing 
your faith in Jesus with others. And listen to me, my evangelism on fire nation, you should have a fear of missing out on that because that's the most exciting thing that exists on planet earth. And listen, 95% of Christians will never lead one person to Jesus as their savior. Make a choice today not to be one of those Christians. Make a commitment that you will share the gospel with people. Listen, if I can share the gospel message and Philip from Red Word Exchange can share the gospel message with people along with many other Christians that share their faith in Jesus with others. Listen, if we can do it, you can do it as well. I believe in you. I have faith in you because remember, it is not us that has the power. It's the gospel that has power unto salvation to those who believe. That's Romans 1.16. Listen to me, evangelism on fire nation, and I hope you will never forget this. The power is in the gospel, not in us. We just share the gospel message and God will do the rest. I encourage you to take the boom, the gospel of Jesus Christ to the world who is hungry and thirsty to hear about God's amazing love. God bless you, Evangelism on Fire Nation. Have the best week of your life. Thanks so much for your time with me today. It's been an amazing time and thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and it inspired you on your journey of sharing your faith in Jesus with others. Make sure to check out the show notes for a description of today's show along with other details. And also make sure to share this with a friend and subscribe over on Apple Podcast as well. I really appreciate feedback Evangelism on Fire Nation. So share a review on Apple and let me know what part of this episode resonated with you the most. And if no one has told you lately, God loves you, I love you, you matter, and you have divine purpose. Now, it's time to go out there and share the boom, the gospel message with others. Make sure to join me for our next episode.